If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. Are you introverted? Are you extroverted? Are you good at time management? Are you organized? Are you good with boundaries? Like all of these things will play a key role in if working from home is conducive to the type of life you want. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. I can close my eyes and transport in time to the first Monday that I woke up. No windowless office, no corporate job, no boss. And realizing, oh my gosh, I now work from home. It was this undercurrent of absolute excitement coupled with fear of like, now what? And who's going to tell me what to do? And when do I eat my lunch? What does that even look like? But I can tell you without hesitation that over the last decade, every single day, I've had these moments where I am just so grateful that I get to work from home and even more so now as a mom. The flexibility and the freedom of working from home is undeniable, but it also presents some interesting challenges. Wanting to work from home is nothing new. However, studies show that the pandemic increased the desire, especially in women, to continue to do work that they can do from home or to find work that they can do from home. According to a survey conducted by Flex Jobs and Mental Health America in 2021, 40% of women who were working remotely due to the pandemic reported that they were interested in continuing to work remotely full-time in the future, and 35% were interested in a hybrid work arrangement. It's proof that women really do have this strong desire to work from home and to figure out how that can work. But that leads us to the question, is working from home really the dream? Is it all that it's cracked up to be? Is working and living and parenting and coupling in the same space good for us? 
Another survey conducted by McKinsey and Company in 2020 found that women were more likely than men to have transitioned to remote work during the pandemic, with 27% of women working remotely compared to only 19% of men. Overall, all of this data, it shows us that many women have been working from home during the pandemic and are interested in doing it. But we can talk about this topic and the ways that you could make this happen for yourself and ignore the fact that there are also challenges associated with remote work that need to be addressed. So in today's episode, let's talk about the benefits and the downsides of working from home as women. And I will also go over what I think are the 10 best ways that you can can create a job or start a business that allows for you to work from home. And I'll guide you through the steps of how to exactly do that. Are you ready to dive in? Let's go. Let me introduce you to a podcast you're going to love. It's called The Shine Online, and it's hosted by a former gold digger guest, Natasha Samuel, and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Natasha interviews the brightest entrepreneurs to bring you no-fluff advice, honest discussions about the mental health and lifestyle aspect of entrepreneurship, and actionable strategies and success stories of those who have mastered the art of shining online. Natasha just covered this topic I think you'd love to hear about. She talks about when you're ready to hire a social media manager and when you're not, because hiring a social media manager isn't going to fix your social media problem if you're not ready and willing to show up and do the work too. Listen to The Shine Online wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. So, I mean, one of the benefits of working from home is obviously you can work in your PJs. As I record this, I actually got jeans on today, which I'm very proud of myself for, but I am cozied up in a blanket. I've got some coffee. I usually have music playing. I can set the environment. There's no awful fluorescent lights. But for real, the benefits of working from home for women are a lot. The biggest ones that I can think of are greater flexibility. It is amazing when we can have more control over our schedules, which can also be wildly beneficial for mothers who have to balance work and family responsibilities. You can have reduced commuting time. I don't know about you. When I worked at my first corporate job, I was driving an hour each way. That was two hours in the car each day. And so I love that you do not have to have that commuting time, that expense, and that added stress. It can also increase your productivity. So many women actually find that they are more productive when working from home due to fewer distractions and interruptions. I think that women can innately kind of set an environment that's conducive to getting stuff done. And I know for me too, when I became a mom, I could knock out so much work during a nap window that maybe previously would have taken me more hours. Working from home also can give you a cost savings. So it can help you save on expenses such as transportation, work clothes, eating out, And it can also promote a lifestyle of improved work-life balance. This is a tricky one, but it is possible. Working from home can provide women with more time to pursue hobbies, spend time with your family and friends, and take care of themselves. Again, something a lot of us are working on. So what are the downsides? Well, isolation. Let's talk about it. I think a lot of us that work from home are lonely. We can often feel disconnected and isolated. I know this has been a trend of mine throughout my entrepreneurial journey, and it definitely is seasonal. I shared earlier this year how one of my big goals is to be super, super intentional with relationships and friendships because I can go days without seeing people and just working from home. And I love it. It doesn't make me stir crazy at all. But isolation 
isolation can be a detriment. Lack of structure can also be a struggle. A lot of us have jobs that allow us to work from anywhere on our laptop, which also means we can work anytime. I know that oftentimes I'll just crack open my laptop to quick look at something or to send that email. And having that lack of structure can often lead to unbalanced work hours and burnout. You can also have a lot of distractions at home. Before I recorded this, I was making my cup of coffee and noticed that there were dishes in the sink. And so you can start to notice things like, you know, your kids, pets, household chores, and it can really pull you out of your productive work. There's also this blurring of work and personal life that happens, and it can be really hard to separate those two. It can be really tricky for me for many years, basically up until this point, I didn't have a dedicated office space. And so I would work from the couch, from my bed, basically anywhere in my home. And it was really hard for me to shut my brain off because I had blurred those lines. Working from home can limit your career advancement opportunities. Something that women who work from home may miss out on are opportunities for career advancement and networking that can come with a traditional office setting. So if advancing your career is something that you really want, you have to be so intentional about how you are networking and getting in front of the right people that can have the invitations that can get you to that next step. Obviously, it's super important for you to weigh the benefits and the downsides of working from home when considering, is this really the right choice and the right experience and environment for you? I was recently doing some job interviews and one of the top applicants that I was interviewing, she was explaining her current position and I could just hear the joy in her voice when she talked about being in the office and the energy of the office and being around people. And I was like, you know, I have a question for you. Like, Is working from home the right fit for you? Because I can hear how energetically driven you are by these experiences that you have. And it really reminded me that while this is the best fit and opportunity for me, it might not be the best thing for other people. And so it is really important that you look at your own tendencies, your own desires. Are you introverted? Are you extroverted? Are you good at time management? Are you organized? Are you good with boundaries? Like all of these things will play a key role in if working from home is conducive to the type of life you want and if it is the right fit for you. So I was brainstorming and I wanted to come up with 10 different options that I think are incredible ways that you can create a business that allows you to work from home or become a contractor that gives you that same opportunity. And I also wanted to preface this list because as I was coming up with it, I want to just quick acknowledge that there are people that go to school and college and take continued education to do these roles. And so I do not want to belittle the fact that there are people out there who have studied and gotten degrees in order to do these jobs. But I also want to share these ideas because I think that it can provide this inspiration that might really inspire you to consider how you could create your own business or start working from home. And so When I was thinking about this, I wanted to remind everyone listening that there is a gamut of experience, of costs, of salaries out there. There are people who are learning and self-taught. There are people who have master's degrees. And while there is a gamut of experience out there, I don't want that to deter you from getting started. So here are what I think are the 10 best options that could allow you to work from home. Number one, becoming a virtual assistant. So as a virtual assistant, you provide administrative and technical assistance to businesses and entrepreneurs. This job can include tasks like email management, scheduling appointments, social media management, bookkeeping. 
if you want to make a good VA, as we like to call them, you have to be an excellent communicator. The job usually involves working remotely, hence the virtual. And so clear and concise communication is absolutely crucial in ensuring that you are following instructions, you are meeting deadlines, you are coming to the boss or the person that you are reporting to with any concerns or questions, you're addressing things promptly. You also want to have very strong organizational skills. You want to be organized, being able to manage multiple tasks and priorities simultaneously. You should also be really good at prioritizing what your workload is and meeting deadlines. So you want to think about like, are these gifts you have? Because I have had virtual assistants who are absolutely incredible. In fact, one of my team members, Steph, has been with me, I think, seven years. And she is incredible. And she's more organized than I am. She handles my schedule. When I did my book launch, she helped me book almost 90 interviews. And she is good at the areas that I am not good at. And what's incredible is in seven years of Steph working for me, I don't think I've gotten a single complaint. And so she is really, really methodical, organized. She's also good at tech. So as a virtual assistant, you might have to work with various tools or softwares or platforms. Tech might be something that you want to explore in terms of that. So virtual assistant, option number one. Option number two is this, online tutoring, teaching, or coaching. You could use your expertise or your experience on a particular subject and teach people online. There are so many different platforms out there. There's Kajabi, Thinkific, Teachable. They're all incredible for online teaching. We personally use Kajabi. Now, I love, I love, love, love online teaching and learning. We have had over, get this number, 124,000 students in my free and paid online courses. And I love the fact that you can teach online from the comfort of your home and you can impact people's lives through what you know. A lot of times we forget that we have transferable skills that we can share online. So is there a way that you can take your expertise and teach it or take a part of your process and share it? Think about how, like, for example, if you're in the service industry and you're serving one-to-one, what are ways that you could potentially create something that could serve many? I remember when I first started diving into this education space, I was doing mentor sessions. So people would come to my little apartment. I would teach them about how I had grown my photography business. And I recognized very quickly that I was saying the same things over and over and over again. And people had the same questions. In that one-on-one experience, I realized, okay, wait, I can create something that can reach more photographers. I don't have to leave my house. They can get this same content and get their questions answered and I can serve them well. So before you write up this idea, I dare you, if you are thinking, I don't have anything that I could teach online, hop on over to Google or Pinterest and type in a keyword that sums up what you do or what you know, and then type in the words online course or tutoring or coaching and see what comes up. I bet you that there are already people out there who know what you know, who are taking advantage of this online education world. And in doing so, they are likely working from home. Next up is freelance writing. So if you have a talent for writing, you can absolutely offer your services as a freelance writer. You could write for blogs or magazines or businesses that need content for their websites. The first step to becoming a freelance writer is to hone in your craft of writing. You want to develop your voice, your skill, and define what niche or what area you want to serve with your writing. What I encourage you to do, if you want to become a writer, you need to write daily. You have to focus on building your writing skills and your understanding of strong writing. You also want to create a portfolio of writing samples that demonstrate your writing abilities. 
I would definitely, and I'll talk about this one in just a little bit, but I would definitely recommend starting your own blog and start sharing your writing in the places that you likely already have a presence, even on places like Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn. It's really wild. My writer for my team, Brooklyn, joined the team about four years ago. She actually applied for the podcast producer position. And we often laugh now. She would have been awful at that job. That was not her skill set. That would not have served her or her beautiful brain. But I will never forget on her LinkedIn profile when she applied for the job, she had all of these, you know, the regular stuff that talked about her past experience. And then she had this line that says, can change a tire in a snowstorm. And I remember that that stood out to me and I laughed. And there was just these interesting ways that she used words, even in her resume. That got me to thinking. And Brooklyn had never been like a specific copywriter before, but I'd witnessed her words in action. And so even though she'd applied for an entirely different job, I saw something within her that I was like, hey, have you ever thought about writing content? She's now been with me for four years. She has worked on so many different projects across the brand. She is a Swiss army knife when it comes to writing. And it took her a little while for her to say, like, I am a writer, but she has honed in on her craft in a way that is just absolutely incredible. And so if you want to become a writer, you absolutely just have to do one thing to get started. And that's right. Number four is being a graphic designer or a graphic creator. If you have any experience in graphic design, you can offer your services to people who need logos, social media graphics, or other design work. And again, I'm cautious here because a lot of people go to school to learn graphic design. Becoming a graphic designer, it requires this combination of creative skills and technical skills and business acumen. But here are some steps that you can take if designing graphics is something that you would love to do. So first, you need to study and learn the basics of graphic design. I'm talking about color theory, typography, composition, layout. There are so many amazing resources online. There are tutorials and courses that can help you learn and hone these skills. And then you want to really develop your software skills. There are so many different places that designers work, whether it's Adobe or Photoshop. Another great place to start is Canva. I am not a designer, but I can do some mean things in Canva. It is free to use. And it also has a lot of templates that you can study and learn from. I actually have converted some of my actual design friends to Canva converts because I love it and how you can build templates and different things that you can create once and use many times. What I want for you to do is to focus on building your portfolio. There is an episode way at the beginning of the show with an amazing designer, Laura Joseph. I will never forget what she said, but I remember she tells a story in that episode where she was not booking the type of work that she wanted. She was a wedding invitation designer at the time. And so instead of complaining or continuing to book jobs that she didn't love, what she did is she crafted imaginary dream clients in her mind and designed invitation suites based off of these imaginary people. She created a Hogwarts themed wedding invitation and just did some of the work that she had dreamed of doing. And so what I would encourage you to do as you build your portfolio is to think about what kind of work do I want to do more of? How can I get started? How can I learn it? How can I hone that craft in? And how can I design work that I already love so that I can book more work just like that? AI is such a hot topic right now, but how can you really use it in your business in a way that moves the needle? What if AI could take over tedious tasks like pulling reports, rewriting blog posts, and trying to personalize countless prospecting emails? 
while introducing HubSpot's newest AI tools, Content Assistant and ChatSpot. Content Assistant uses the power of OpenAI's GPT-3 model to help you create content outlines, outreach emails, and even web page copy in just seconds. And in case that wasn't enough, they created ChatSpot a conversational growth assistant that connects to your HubSpot CRM for unbeatable support. With chat-based commands, you can manage contacts, run reports, and even ask for status updates. The easy-to-use CRM just got even easier. Head to hubspot.com slash artificial dash intelligence to get early access today. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. Number five is an e-commerce business. You can start an e-commerce business by selling products online. Starting a business like that from home can be a super rewarding way to earn a living, but I want to preface that this one requires some careful planning and execution. You have some options here if you want to have an e-commerce business. You can either create your own products or you can source them from other vendors. I have heard a lot of stories about people who started their own e-com businesses by scouring clearance racks at popular retailers and finding items that were on sale at that store but could sell for more money online. And they would basically flip these products to turn a profit. A lot of people have done that. But that doesn't have to be the way that you do that. There are so many different ways you can do this. One of my favorite episodes that we've had on the show is an interview with Allison J. Prince. She talks about how you can start an online shop and she shares her own story about selling these wooden blocks online and realizing that she had a viable business. She is the girl that teaches people how to start their own e-com businesses. And I've linked that episode in the show notes and the show description for you if that is something that is piquing your curiosity. Number six is becoming a customer service representative. A customer service representative provides support to customers via phone, email, or chat. And just like all of the other examples, there's kind of a gamut of different ways that you could become a customer service representative. There are different types of jobs such as technical support or sales or billing. So you want to first just kind of identify what type of job you'd be interested in. And then again, this kind of goes back to the VA example. You want to have really good communication skills. You want to learn as much as you can about the industry or the business you are applying for. 
Recently, I was at an event for Amy Porterfield's book launch, and I was sitting kind of back in the green room. And one of her team members, Josh, is her customer service guy. And I was sitting next to him and I was getting to watch him get live on Zoom and like serve her customers so well. He loved it. He loved being on video with them. He loved solving their problems. I like it was incredible just watching him work. There are people out there who this is their dream job is getting to help people solve people's problems and be there for them to help find a solution. If that is you, this could be an incredible job for you and a way that you could likely work from home. Number seven is a social media manager. You can manage social media accounts for businesses and individuals who need help in all the realms of social media, which honestly, I think there are so many people listening to this that they are like, I need this. There is a massive need for this type of work out there. Here's the thing. So many entrepreneurs love their craft, but they struggle when it comes to talking about it and marketing it and keeping up with the trends and staying consistently present on social So if you are someone who loves social, studies the science of it, the algorithm can't get you down, you love creating content or brainstorming it, this could be the thing for you. There are so many ways that you can use your skills if you're gifted at social media. You can create posts, you can source inspiration, you can respond to messages and comments, you can plan out content, you can create shoot inspiration, you can write captions, you can study the analytics. The opportunities truly are endless. This is a great need for so many entrepreneurs out there. And there are so many different ways that you can craft a position like this that allows you to do the majority of your work from home and serve and help other entrepreneurs get their businesses out there. I just love this. Number eight is my jam, affiliate marketing. You can believe I love affiliate marketing. So what does that mean? As an affiliate marketer, you essentially earn a commission by promoting other people's products or services online. This is by far one of my favorite ways to drive results and revenue in my own business, essentially connecting people with the products and the resources that I absolutely love that I would talk about even if I wasn't paid to. You basically get to sell someone else's product or service. They handle the creation of the product, the delivery, the fulfillment, the customer support. You just guide people to what you love. You get to share your authentic experiences. And the cool part is, is that you can get paid to do it. Whether it is skincare or software, there are likely refer a friend programs and things that you are already using and loving. (laughs) For example... When I was first starting out, I didn't always have a ton of like paid sponsors or ways that I could monetize this show. And so one thing that I did is I would talk about HelloFresh. We used HelloFresh for years and years and years. We actually just recently shifted to Green Chef, which I'm pretty sure is owned by the same company as HelloFresh. But anyways, I loved HelloFresh. We used it for like six years straight. And when I was just getting started on the show, I made this little landing page. And on that page, I just had my refer a friend link. And I would talk about HelloFresh on the podcast when it made sense. And I essentially earned free groceries for an entire year just from sharing that we love and we use their meal kits. It does not have to be fancy. And you get to decide how and where you share about these things that you love. And affiliate marketing can be a really great way for you to either earn credit to the things that you are already paying for, which thus saves you money, or to actually make you money. Affiliate marketing is a massive part of our brand and the way that we make money. And it has become such a focus in our ecosystem, so much so that we are devoting a new position 
just to our affiliate relationships. Marissa, who has been on my team with me for years now, has been my right-hand girl, my integrator. She is shifting into a part-time position because she wants to be with her daughter more. And so we crafted this dream position for her, which is allowing her to own our affiliate, our systems, our strategies, our relationships, our launches. Affiliate marketing can be a super great way for you to work from home and to really build up the trust of your followers before you go out and create something on your own. Number nine is handmade goods. This one is a very front of mind as we are working on furnishing our homes, but a lot of women have amazingly creative talents that allow them to create and sell handmade goods. You could sell jewelry or clothing or home decor, and you could do all of this online. There are so many platforms like Etsy, or you could even create your own website and showcase and sell your products. I have recently been using Etsy a ton as we've settled into our new house. I feel like I'm always looking for small artisans or small businesses or unique pieces. And so maybe go on to Etsy today, spend 20 minutes browsing. Maybe it'll spur this idea or a skill that you want to learn, or maybe you already have a talent that could translate onto a platform like Etsy. For example, in the last 30 days, looking at my Etsy cart, I've ordered a custom plaster art piece an embroidered art apron for Coco. And I even ordered just a stack of neutral books for my bookshelves to use as decor. There's a woman out there who goes to Goodwills and she just finds neutral books and then she sells them in a bundle. Like, so the level of skill and sourcing has absolute varying degrees. So just browse for a little bit and see if anything inspires you. Something that was really interesting for me in my own journey, and I tell this story in my book, How Are You Really?, is that there's a season as a wedding photographer where I was just straight up burnt out. And my mother-in-law, who is an art teacher, has this amazing basement room filled with all the art supplies anyone could ever dream of. And so she had taken me down to her room and gotten me all these watercolor art supplies. And so I had just dedicated, I said, every day for 20 minutes, I'm going to sit at my table and just paint. I didn't know anything about painting. I was learning as I went. I was watching tutorials. I was looking at different art projects online. And then I started to slowly share my art with the world, not thinking anything of it. Well, then people were asking, how could they buy it? And then I had launched this little shop on Society6 where they handled all the printing and fulfillment. And all of my watercolor art was now on phone cases and mugs and prints and shower curtains. I mean, it translated in a million different ways. And I remember, you know, the first month I made a couple hundred dollars. And within a few months, I was able to pay for our mortgage based off of this little watercolor print shop. Keep in mind, I have never taken an art class in my entire life. So I just want to put it out there. If you're thinking there's no way you're not talented enough, think again and go browse and see if anything inspires you. I know what it's like to feel completely thrown off your game because you're just not motivated or your mind isn't in the right space. That's why I'm thrilled to tell you all about superhuman activations. Now, if meditation isn't for you, you need to try activations instead. Activations are a groundbreaking new type of audio that's this mix of a motivational podcast, cinematic music, and guided visualization. They are fundamentally different from meditation and a lot more exciting to listen to. Instead of calming you, activations are motivating, energizing, and transformative. 
You'll reach your goals faster, whether you want to earn more money, get clarity, achieve a health goal, or feel like you're reaching your highest potential. They're essentially a shortcut to get to where you want to be and the ultimate way to visualize your future self. And you can only find them on the Superhuman app. I use and love Superhuman and find myself playing activations several times a day, whether I'm baking bread, doing my skincare, or even when I'm in the shower. Superhuman offers something completely different to other apps out there, and I cannot wait for you to try them. Take advantage of their 14-day free trial and head over to activations.com forward slash gold digger to start your trial and save over 60% off your membership. There is literally no risk. If you change your mind and forget to cancel after the trial, you're covered by their money back guarantee. The discount is only available through their website, not the app store. So visit activations.com forward slash gold digger now for over 60% off. Do not miss out on this crazy deal. They rarely do discounts and it expires soon. That's activations.com forward slash gold digger. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Number 10 is blogging or vlogging. Starting a blog or a vlog, which if you don't know what that is, is a video blog on a topic that interests you can be an awesome way for you to start this pursuit of working from home. There are blogs on just about every topic out there. If you don't believe me, type in a topic and type in the word blog, and I am sure you will find thousands of results. Now, blogs are interesting because they can be monetized through a ton of different methods, including advertising or sponsorships or affiliate marketing. Here's what I want to encourage you to do. Start blogging. Start sharing. Even if no one is reading, start honing the craft of writing and creating posts. Start recommending things. Start talking about things that you love or the things you have learned. Build up your consistency muscle and start to gain readers before you ever go to earn a penny from them. One thing that I often get in my inbox is people will tell me like, oh, if I had a million followers, I would talk about X, Y, or Z. And I say, start talking about it now. That's how you grow your following. You don't get a following and then start talking about the things that matter. You grow your following through talking about the things that matter to you that resonate with other people. And so start 
a blog now. Start it today. I literally blogged for years and years, Monday through Friday, every single day, never missing a day of publishing without making a penny. But looking back, that practice and that consistency helped me grow in so many ways. It grew my readership. It also grew people's trust in me. And eventually, I've been able to have different strategies that make my blog a really, really important piece of my marketing strategy. But for a while, it was just where I shared, where I showed up. And now it is still a place years later, an entire decade later, where I'm still showing up and sharing. But I also have strategy behind it so that that traffic actually makes a difference and a dent in my business. So there you have it. Those are 10 examples of work from home ideas for mothers or women. And the key here is to find something that matches your skills or honors the skills that you want to develop further. Finally, before we close out, I don't want to just leave you hanging here and say, all right, well, good luck. Starting a business where you can work from home can be super exciting, right? And it can be super rewarding, but it also requires some careful planning and preparation. So I wanted to outline just six steps. And if you are someone who is listening to this and you're like, I'm going to figure this out, I'm committed, write these six things down. These are the steps that you can take to start pursuing one of the ideas above. So first, do some market research. Before you start any business, research your market, identify potential customers, dream up who would be your ideal client. Also look at things like, is there a demand for the products or the services that you want to offer? Like, Do some forensic style research so that you feel like you understand what this landscape looks like for you. Number two, create a business plan. This is essential. This is something you do not want to skip. You want to know your enough point, another chapter from my book, another topic we've covered on this podcast, but you need to know, you know, what are your goals? Who is your target market? What is your pricing going to look like? What is your marketing strategy? What are your projections? There are a lot of free online resources like the Small Business Administration, like the SBA that can help you create your business plan. But do not skip this. Like if you want to be taken seriously as someone who is an entrepreneur and someone who wants to work from home, take yourself seriously and create this business plan. Number three, if you are going to really do this thing, if you're going to go for it, register your business. I can tell you this step alone will really solidify that you are going for this thing and that it is not just a hobby. Depending on your location and the type of business that you plan to start, you have to register your business with your state or your local government. This can include getting a business license, a tax identification number, permits if you need them. This often feels very scary. It is not. It is often pretty affordable and pretty easy to do this online. You might not even have to leave your home to do this, but I can tell you registering your business is going to make you feel more legitimate. And as you start to either pitch yourself for potential jobs or clients, having that business entity piece in place is going to serve you so well. Number four, build your brand. You want to have some sort of brand identity that reflects you, what makes you different, what you are bringing to the table. You can have a website, you could build out social media platforms, you could have a blog, you could have marketing materials, or you could just simply update your resume with your skills. But you want to think about how you are going to market yourself because working from home, you have to remember nobody out there is your publicist. You are your publicist. So you want to focus on that. Next, this is something that I avoided for far too long. Create a workspace for yourself. Set up a dedicated workspace in your home where you can focus on your business without distractions. Make sure you have what you need, whether it's a computer or internet access or software. 
set up a place where now when you sit down, your brain is like, all right, let's get to work. Let's do this thing. Again, this is something I didn't do. And I think that it did not serve me or my ADHD well over the years. And then number six, launch it. Once you've completed the above steps, go out and launch this business. Start promoting it. Start talking about it. Start telling people, this is what you do. This is who you serve. This is why you do it. This is what I'm excited about. Get the word out there. Now, I hope that this episode inspires you. If you are someone who is a homebody like me, who has this deep desire to figure out a way that you can create a business that allows you to work from home, that gives you more freedom and flexibility, that allows you to work from wherever you are in the world, I hope that this episode inspired you and gets you started on that path. I can tell you, again, not a day goes by that I am just not so grateful that I get to do this type of work, that I get to work from wherever I am in the world, All I need is a laptop and Wi-Fi signal and I get to show up and serve people just like you. And I never once have regretted that. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. If today's episode was helpful for you, would you take a minute and just leave a review or shoot me a DM on Instagram? I absolutely love hearing from you. And it makes my day to hear that this podcast makes a difference in your life. I cannot wait to see what you do. And of course, until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.